0: You're listening to KBOO Portland 90.7 FM listener-supported community radio.
1: This program is made possible by KBOO members and support from the League of Women Voters of Portland, providing nonpartisan election information at lwvpdx.org. The League of Women Voters has online voters guides, videos, and podcasts to help voters understand the state and local candidates and measures that will be on the ballot this November. Nonpartisan voter information is at (laughs) lwvpdx.org.
2: To you, the nine-to-fiver, just making your way home.
3: To you, the all-night driver, out in your cab alone.
1: To you, waiting for lunch break, as the minutes drag so slow. Take courage, turn the volume up, it's Labor Radio
0: good evening and welcome to labor radio of the working class by the working class for the working class i'm jamie partridge your host and our topic this evening is new seasons workers organize our guests are isaac bird uh janet sheck will mary ellen isaac until recently worked at the williams new seasons market janet and will Work at the Grant Park New Seasons, and Mary Ellen works at the Seven Corners New Seasons. Thank you all for joining us. So let's start with the news. Uh, since just since the beginning of September, seven new seasons markets have filed for National Labor Relations Board Union elections. So far, the NLRB election results have been mixed. Two wins and two losses. We just learned tonight that Slabtown um, won their election 62 to 14. That's over in northwest Portland. And earlier um, in the month, the Seven Corner store on 20th and Division won their election. Um, and then uh, there were a couple other stores in Hillsboro uh, and... Selwood that lost their elections. Of the seven stores that filed for elections, one of those in Hillsboro was under the auspices of UFCW 555, the United Food and Commercial Workers Union, the massive grocery workers union, which represents Safeway, Albertsons, Fred myers and QFC workers. The other six are affiliated with the New Seasons Labor Union, an independent formation, which was inspired, I assume, by the independent Amazon Amazon Labor Union. So. New Seasons counts itself as a, quote, socially responsible, progressive company that places as much value on taking care of our staff, community, and the environment as we do on providing the highest quality, fresh, local food. Let's start there. So tell our listeners about what New Seasons says and about what New Seasons does. Yeah,
4: I'm happy to kick off on that question. I think something that's been consistently felt Uh, and heard from workers across the company, uh, no matter what store they work at, is that the company line that's presented to the public in the Portland metro area isn't reflected in the working conditions that are experienced by workers in store. Um, And maybe that was the case 20 years ago when the company was founded. But the way the company has changed through two sales, um, now currently held by a multi-billion dollar international company based in South Korea, it's certainly no longer the case uh, that the company treats the workers as well as it says it does and the conditions match what they tell the public they are.
0: So tell us about your working conditions, how, how they've changed over time, and what are the main issues that have caused workers to want to organize?
3: One issue that was pretty big at Seven Corners um, had to do with scheduling policies. From the very beginning of the company, New Seasons used to say they had lifestyle scheduling, that they wanted you to have a life outside of your workplace. And so if you had school or family obligations, you could say when you were available and they'd work around it for your job. And those kind of, the, the freedom to kind of um, limit your availability has been evaporating over time. And just recently they were bringing in this task-based scheduling and really turned people's schedules upside down. And there are people with families and children that had worked there, you know, several years kind of working into a schedule that worked for their childcare needs they had that taken away they they were told if they couldn't come in at four in the morning from now on you know and and also work weekends they would not have Um, a full-time schedule anymore. That's been really difficult for people.
2: One of the main issues with Grand Park is the living pay. I've been with New Seasons for a little over five years now. And basically in the beginning, when I started working there, we had performance races that goes from 1% to 6%. And it will go for every six months. Now they do fixed rate races, which is... 40 cents or 80 cents per year for everyone under uh, that doesn't receive a performance increase review and we also noticed that the wages that we receive from new seasons is no longer competitive compared to other locations i know a friend who was was going to get hired as a floater from the new store palisades as 1750 as a floater um, they found a different job at a pet store with a relatively similar responsibilities for 1950 per hour that is one of the biggest gripe for at least at
0: grant park other issues that that have moved people to want to organize
1: I think too, and this has probably been widely felt throughout the company, especially, you know, having worked through the tail end of the pandemic or the so-called end of the pandemic uh, for the past year, but so many departments have experienced really cyclical staffing crises almost to the point where they're, you know, they have to operate under really reduced capacity. I know that there's also in conversations with coworkers have learned that, you know, there's at our store, unserviced maintenance requests, broken equipment. And, you know, all of this is happening while the company kind of continues to expand and push through, open new locations, install self-checkouts at multiple locations now that uh, I think are slated for the rest of the stores to implement soon. So those are some things I've seen.
0: New season's Started in Portland and and has only been around for a, a couple of decades. Union organizing at New Seasons has been tried in the past. Who can tell us about those efforts and why you think they failed? I know that they've there was a particular effort at uh, Seven Corners a, a number of years ago. I don't know if. Um, Mary, if you were around then, or uh, I know Isaac was around when uh, there was a an effort about, when was it, 10 years ago?
3: Well, I, I was around for the organizing that happened around 2017. I just know kind of through my coworkers a little bit about some of the organizing that started at Seven Corners. Um, I guess I was thinking about that question, thinking it might not be completely accurate to say that those organizing efforts failed because the workers were able to kind of come together and make some demands. They were able to get the company to include trans healthcare in our insurance um, programs. And so that was a big success. And they've also come together for some other wins, but I'm not very well versed on the history of all of those organizing efforts i
4: think mary ellen said that phenomenally i think there's kind of a presumption that um for a union organizing attempt to be successful that has to result in a federally recognized union and i think a lot of what the 7c workers have taken and what workers from other stores throughout the company now have been looking at and because of the the way this independent organization came together under workers direction and with worker research and lots of really amazing questions about like well What path do we want to take? What direction do we want to go? calling other unions, talking to people with lots of different experiences with different types of organizing and strategies. Massive shout out to Birgava Workers United and the folks over at BBWU. Uh, Their assistance through this has been, there are no words. I think that really shows that even just the mere attempt of union organizing and the the organizing that has been done in, in new seasons throughout its existence as a company down to the first year of its existence, I think wherever there are workers who have to sell their labor to pay their rent and put food on their table there will always be organizing has changed the dynamic and I think the current union organizing success at new seasons really is in many ways the inheritor of 22 years of organizing in this company that has come together to this point uh with the history and context and experience of New Seasons Workers Past and New Seasons Workers Present all playing into what has developed and the wins that have happened and both along the way and that will happen in the future as this organizing continues. I think we all build on past organizing and past solidarity that kind of spreads its tendrils into the future uh, and helps us become a better, stronger, more worker-led, worker-conscious union.
0: Thank you, uh, Isaac. Well said. And of course, you all know that the The listening audience for this show are primarily union members and people that are thinking about organizing um so this is all this is all great stuff to for folks to to be thinking about this the, the wave of new seasons organizing that's happening now uh kind of reminds us of the wave of starbucks workers organizing which involved 14 shops in portland just since january and then of course there's been these just these seven shops and new seasons in just since September. So the other similarities, of course, with Starbucks Wave is that the workers tend to be young, self-organizing and independent, as uh, Isaac suggested. Is there a connection between the Starbucks organizing and the new, new seasons organizing? Or for that matter, you mentioned Burgerville workers organizing. And what about Amazon workers organizing?
3: Well, we were for sure inspired by the Starbucks organizing, um, and, and Amazon as well. Um, and yeah, of course, Burgerville and now the Donut Workers Union and Mill Workers United, the door manufacturing company here locally. Um, um, having all these other folks around us organizing too and seeing the excitement and, um, Solidarity (laughs) Has just been really uh, Heartening Just um, Yeah just makes us feel A lot more optimistic
1: about Our organizing efforts I was going to say like I think a lot of us at Grand Park Recognized early on You know just how important it was that The Seven Corners store Filed independently as an independent Union Um, That's been a, a kind of a key you know talking point in conversations with coworkers. uh definitely see ourselves as part of this larger broader uh movement and uh kind of worker organizing tactics i suppose and it's been it's been really really interesting to be a part of um and you know like isaac had said Uh, We build off past experiences and workers at New Seasons right now are no different uh, than, you know, people at Amazon and Starbucks who have stuck it out and, you know, try to improve, improve their conditions for sure.
0: Would anyone like to comment on the, um, the importance of being independent? Of course, it means, like Isaac said, that you have to do a lot of your own research and find out, find your, your own resource, like whether it's legal assistance or... Um, fundraising of whatever kind that if you're affiliated with a, a more established union like UFCW um that's already both yeah. things are a given um and also just got, and also a comment on the um the generational aspect of this uh this wave that that is it is am i am i right in saying that that uh, most of the people that are organizing are young
4: Um,
3: I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I was
4: going to say, we we definitely have a really kind of beautiful uh, diversity present in the organization in lots of ways and certainly in in age. And I think that brings lots of different experience and knowledge to the organizing. Um, There's a really, I think there's a lot to be said for having, I mean, diversity obviously is like good in in and of itself and something that I know like the goal for the union NSLU is to be like an anti-racist union and finding ways to push that and like finding ways to fight transphobia and bigotry both in the workplace and in society I think that has to be part of labor organizing but diversity in and of itself adds to the organizing because it having more perspective and just more people present makes a stronger union and makes a more powerful force to 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 fight for the company because more experiences gives more pathways and more knowledge and more directions to go when you're faced with something that seems hard to fight back against, I think. You get knowledge from people's lived experience that helps organize around obstacles, uh, over obstacles, under obstacles, and like with a powerful union, through obstacles. Um, So I think there's a lot of merit to all the wonderful different diverging, sometimes even in conflict perspectives that happen in a really ground up union with lots of voices uh, and lots of perspectives.
0: This is KVOO Portland Labor Radio. You're listening to Isaac Bird, Janet Sheck, Will, and Mary Ellen of the New Seasons Labor Union.
3: Um, Well, just speaking about um, being independent versus um, joining up with a um, established union, um, I feel like part of the reason um, that we wanted independence was just that sure the big unions the established unions have lots of resources but they're not necessarily going to let us decide how their resources will be used on our campaigns um, um, like what good are their resources if they're not going to use them for our workers you know benefit um, and we wanted a voice where we could you know kind of just have more say we just wanted to have more say in what our organizing was really about and and as an independent union we have that freedom to you know figure that out for ourselves and not go ahead
4: thing on the independent union aspect of it sure um i think there is i think in, in in every aspect of the world, people do not give workers enough credit for their ability um, and just, I I think people in general in our world to both organize, in our society, in our world to like both organize and fight back against systems of oppression. um, I think both institutional organizations, whether that's the democratic party, if we're looking at like quote unquote leftist orgs or even like institutional unions in the labor world, don't believe in workers, honestly. Don't believe in the people that see and experience these systems on a daily basis. Uh, and the thing that I've seen constantly uh, from my coworkers, both former and present, and as like now a former worker, all of the wonderful people who are organizing with NSLU who still work for the company and have worked for the company, is they are capable beyond belief. Um, these workers have done something with so much less capacity and resources than what institutional unions throw into organizing campaigns across years and right now like as of today there are two stores that have won elections there was a third store sellwood that came so close to winning an election and and, and ufcw 555 out at a station they lost that election brutally which is not like a a critique of the worker organizers in that store and the hard work they poured into that But it is a critique of institutionalized labor. And what I'm sure was hundreds of thousands of dollars that was poured into that campaign. I know from the last campaign that New Seasons that was associated with UFCW 555, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on that campaign. And we never had a major win that was concrete and continued past the existence of that campaign beyond the Mm -hmm. solidarity and the knowledge that was developed through the workers. But this is a campaign of... Just workers, just people who have experienced these bad conditions at work, or have seen like the light of something better that they can fight for, and have done that with like their own <laughs> their own two hands, their own willingness to organize without having the capacity, without having a lawyer from the start, without having a massive organization with hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend, and I think that shows the disservice that a lot of entrenched methods and strategies and organizations do when they don't believe in the people who experience this type of stuff every day.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Isaac. So what, what has been the response of new seasons management to your organizing?
3: (laughs) I heard a story about a worker being called into the office and, uh, certain store manager wanting to know why people were so unhappy here that they wanted a union (laughs) Um, and in some ways I feel like at Seven Corners management is doubling down a little on um, trying to discipline us and show that they're in charge Been a lot of people called into meetings disciplinary meetings
1: yeah go ahead Will I was just going to say, I think at, um, you know, definitely early on when we started to uh, organize a little more openly as we were in the lead up to filing, uh, management definitely tried to, you know, box our organizing, box the conversation. And in some ways uh, with regard to like, you know, really um, setting up uh, like posting boards, uh, whereas in in break rooms and stuff and really kind of creating a bunch of arbitrary rules um out of the blue uh you know and we kind of recognize this as oh this is happening because people are organizing at other stores across our company so you know we've we've really kind of for a little while we uh, kind of butt heads with management over you know where we could post stuff um but you know i feel like we just kind of wanted to we we just kind of did what it was like before these new arbitrary rules were put up and we've just kind of gone out and and you know continued to you know put things up not only in the break room but elsewhere and uh i really think they've kind of uh you know gotten the message and our you know our stuff stays up it doesn't it doesn't get taken down or moved anymore so
0: mary ellen you can say whether these disciplinary meetings is um have caused people to back off or be scared about the union organizing. What do you think?
3: I think it's made people want union organizing because um, they realize we don't have very many ways to fight back, but united as as a union, we really do. Um, we've uh, from the second we won our election, we've been exercising our Weingarten rights. You know. The right to, you know, have someone from your union with you at any disciplinary meeting, um, and um, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of the things the company's done um, that seem pretty negative to the workers. Have, it's it's mostly just encouraged more people to want to be involved and to want to see our union be strong. Um, And one thing that was really good during this campaign was a small group of workers at Seven Corners kind of got together and got ahead of the union busting. Like, we knew New Seasons was going to be sending out these packets of, it's basically a captive audience meeting in an envelope (laughs) where Mm -hmm. they give you all the standard union busting, um, you know, information information. And the the scary things they say, you know, like, you you might not get as good a wage as you have now as if we vote to ratify a lower wage. (laughs) Um, But they sent those packets out, and Kayla, a couple people from our store, put together our own packet saying what to expect in a union-busting campaign, um, what's going to be in that packet, and this is why it's not true. Um, That was that was just phenomenal it really helped so much to prevent people from being intimidated by um, new seasons and their lawyers
0: um, and their union busting tactics and of course having it come from a co-worker made it ever, ever much more uh, reliable and yeah uh, believable yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great. So uh, any other thoughts about uh, how how co-workers have resisted uh, union busting tactics?
4: I think one of those beautiful things with the organization is by, for, and run by the workers Um, is how quick to respond and how, I don't know how else to put it, like fast on their feet, um, the workers who've been doing the organizing have been with all of this. exactly what Marianne was saying, like, the company would push stuff out like that, and the workers, like, on their own time, and with their own energy and capacity, would do the work and format a response that was just so perfect, so quickly, and, like, find a way to get it printed and put it together. Um, The wine garden rights cards that were handed out in seven corners uh, were built by the workers and designed to meet their own needs, and, like, it's something that I just haven't seen the likes out there of before, and they had like 250 cards printed in less than 24 hours and we're handing them out, like that sort of response. I think, again, it's back to that thing. I honestly think neither the company, nor probably in many cases like an institutional union expects, quote unquote, just workers to have that ability. Um, And I think it's what's been one of the more powerful tools in the NSLU workers toolboxes really defeating expectations at every turn in every corner wherever like the company or <laughs> whoever maybe thinks that they won't kind of rise to meet the need uh they have and they've gone above and beyond and all of those tactics and all of those strategies so and
2: to add into um what we did to resist Um, management's union busting tactics Um, in the earlier stages we uh, or we made um, little index cards of so uh, the NSLU created a zine called the blue slip which is um, it's a little uh, blue slip where we talk about our newsletter and what's going on within the union and what we did was in the first issue we talked about um why we need this and uh, what are we asking for what we wanted to have and we made it into index cards so whenever someone who want more information um we give them these cards that we can fit easily into our aprons and give them to our coworkers if they want like more manageable bite-sized information and also we also shared our like anonymous uh, like staff survey of what what our what is the demand so what our store would want Um, every store is obviously a little different um, based on location Um, but we learned that based on what our people's grievances are what are um, what each department or what each department and, and co-workers are the biggest things that are happening and th- with that that was enough to help us to figure out like okay this is what's happening um, we even created our own zines um, I made a zine about the real history of Labor Day, uh, when it was for during the Labor Day weekend, we were, had to work (laughs) during those days. Um, So, and that helped out a lot of our coworkers understand, like educate, like, oh, why do we celebrate Labor Day? Why are we working on Labor Day? Like, what did the union help with the um, help to pass all these laws that we now have weekends for. So in terms of like, that's like one of our ways to combat it uh, against like uh, anti-union tactics.
0: Great stuff. I'm afraid we've run out of time. I would like to ask one last question. Um, what, what, What do you what for you should be the role or it has been the role of community support in giving workers confidence and help in pushing back uh, against management tactics. And how can our listeners support your efforts going forward? How, how could they keep informed?
2: Uh, I think the, the biggest community support that we receive is through social media. Um, uh, ever since, uh, Seven Corners uh, made their account. We've received, and of course, like many more um, when each store files, uh, many more individual store accounts happened, And we received so many um, support through our community that way. Yeah. Um, even so, to the point where uh, New Season's Instagram account has been limited to um, they moderate the comments now on their Instagram uh, to the point <laughs> that, like, they stopped They were like, only they deleted all the people's like, um, like, why are you giving your workers uh, a living wage? I would support you if if you give your workers a union. Like, now they went from like have like over two hundred comments to like three comments. And that's something we know, like in our community, that like e- even if we never met them, there is support and solidarity through that.
4: Great. Um, we do have a GoFundMe up that is effectively the core funds right now that the organization has, and donations there are massively appreciated, and that can be found through both our Instagram and our Twitter page.
1: NSLU underscore PDX. Okay. And we're on
3: tw- we're on Twitter at uh, New Seasons Labor Union. It's at NSLU underscore PDX.
0: Well, that wraps it up for this re- episode of uh, Labor Radio this Monday and every Monday at six p.m. on ninety point seven.